Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Hi everyone, this is Jeremy Soule and you're listening to Nerdy Show. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. And you know, 2014 is almost over. The only holiday left is New Year's. We hope all your festivities have been merry and bright. And hopefully you can handle one more, more or less, holiday-themed episode before we close out the year. I'm your host, Cap, and with me is... Hi, this is Laval. I'm the Nerdy Show Live Programming Director. Hey, it's Doug from Ghostbusters and Nerdy Show. Hi, it's Matt from Nerdy Show. And we're going to talk about the best not-holiday movies. This is requested by Anik Zimmer, who says, With so many swearing by Die Hard as the best Christmas movie, are there any other flicks that fit in with the holidays without being defined by them? Lethal Weapon? Yep, Lethal Weapon is in the same league as Die Hard, a film that simply has Christmas as the backdrop. And what's amazing about that? is while they very much seem like ripoffs of each other, it's truthfully like they were completely independently developed. Yeah. And they both had that idea. And I think it's because it's okay to lose a family member or be at risk of, you know, somebody dying. But You like, ain't allowed to be sad at Christmas. No, it's Christmas. Yeah, man, you better put the smile on. Oh, my God. What's with all this war on Christmas? We have to save Christmas. <laughs> How come it's always Eastern European terrorists that are... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to name a movie that you're going to say, dude, that's totally about Christmas. And I'm going to say, no, it's not. Jingle all the way. It's definitely not about Christmas. It's yeah, about it's consumerism. About the, it's about the father and son and consumerism. Yeah. You I'm, could replace that with his birthday and it'd be the same film. And, and I agree. It's not about Christmas. Right. It does use Christmas as a backdrop, but more so than I think the films that Anik is addressing, it deals specifically with the consumerism that surrounds the holiday, as evident in the title. And so many plot elements are reliant around okay. yeah. the due date of Christmas and all the other things. All right, things. I'll raise you one. Okay. It's a Wonderful Life. That, 99% that, of that movie takes place years in the past has nothing to do with christmas it just so happens to be christmas eve the night that george bailey tries to kill himself right which is you know similar to the charles dickens christmas carol yeah christmas carol it happens to take place on christmas eve but right. when he time travels but every time he time travels it's around christmas right but it's about the man yeah it but just, christmas is in the title because I, I said jingle all the way like yeah but it's you know christmas is approaching <laughs> and really you know and there's a reference to it in the title i'm like well dude fucking christmas I carol i wasn't banning and by the way i was giving some other that wasn't doug saying all of that, that we, we actually just, just played replayed back. that we clip we just played back <laughs> cap talking about christmas carol <laughs> it's a wonderful life is right. definitely not about christmas just happens to be during christmas actually it's uh it's about christianity and finding your faith no, through, not really. Through disaster. Not really. Uh, not about it's. It's more about him loving his family. 
He doesn't about, say, oh, thank Jesus, I'm alive. Well, like, no, he, but he, I mean, he, I mean, he <laughs> thanked an angel, though. He yeah, there's a an non-denominational angel. angel. No, well, they never. Jesus was never mentioned. All right, could All have right, been a Jewish angel. I will throw out to you my favorite Christmas movie, which falls into this category because it's the perfect blend of the intellectual property that does the best at warping holidays and the director who does the best at bringing out the gothic beauty of the holidays. I know and that's where you're Batman going. Returns. Oh, yep. Batman Returns. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Batman that's Returns. definitely, yeah, yeah. The ice sculpture park, the action fight scene in, like, Gotham Square, like, I, it, that, to me, is, like, Burton, visually, anyway, at his best. I feel like it's as much about Christmas, though, as Jingle All the Way. Well, I mean, Max Shrek and the Christmas consumerism does certainly play a role in it. And people are being punished for their but consumerism nobody talks, in no, Batman, but, though. But once again, nobody talks uh, about Jesus or I, anything. I, well, I, like, I truly, I think no one celebrates Christmas Batman in it. Batman Returns uses Christmas as a backdrop as much as Die Hard and Lethal Weapon does. There you go. The exact yeah. Same, yeah. In the exact same way. Yeah. Similarly, though, to a significantly lesser degree... Edward Scissorhands also utilizes Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and that's why I say Tim Burton knows the weird sort of like American Gothic beauty of the winter time, and that's why I think he places a lot of his movies around between Halloween and Christmas it's because dark like and everything's dead. <laughs> no. Yeah, but but what's weird is like despite the fact that like you know, the whole point of the holidays is about family and togetherness, there is something about winter itself that is like very lonely and very dark and very scary and and along those lines that I think that's why these movies work using Christmas in the background because it's lonely people trying to not be lonely. My personal favorite not-holiday holiday movie, which I've already gone on about in our holiday special, our Life Day Spectacular, is Toys. Reason oh, yeah. being, it's a film about a surreal toy manufacturer scenario, but it's bookended by Christmas. It begins and ends with Christmas, and within the span of the movie, involves the year in between those two events it all ties it all together very well it was also released around the holiday times in 1992 it all fits together but it has both a flavor of something you could watch with a christmas vibe but then also military industrial complex dark humor it doesn't fit home alone yeah. Dude, Home Alone's got nothing to do with Christmas. It just takes place during Christmas. During Christmas. You could have done that during the summer if they went on summer vacation and they yeah. just left Kevin behind. It would have been the exact same thing. I think they kind of take advantage of the sort of, once again, like that's American Gothic. You know, like it's very lonely. And like, obviously yeah. that's the theme behind that movie. And like Christmas amplifies that. And, and it's, so also, it's just the background, but it's not necessarily the focus of the movie. And it's yeah. also where like the feeling of loss is even stronger because it's fucking Christmas. It's about family. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be yeah, yeah, yeah. just like Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. You know, they use those settings of Christmas because loss hurts. Right. But mm-hmm. like around a holiday, it's even more, you know, just ask uh, Riggs. <laughs> Getting too old for this. Man. What, what about Rocky Four? Rocky Four? Yeah. They fight on Christmas. And then the robot butler is dressed as Santa Claus. Because I was going to say, like, if there's there's just one scene that takes place during Christmas, it's like, well, dude, Rocky Four and Toy Story. No, but I mean, I wouldn't really call those non-holiday movies just because there's one scene in it. But the robot had dressed like Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Trading Places. That's another. Oh, yeah. There you go. Trading Places. Wow. Yeah. Good choice. Dude, Trading Places. I just saw that. (laughs) It's so funny you mentioned that. I just saw that movie recently. I said to myself, and this is kind of off topic, but really quick. It's one of those things where that movie could not have been made today because yeah, there's so many like racist remarks and they use the N word like 16 times mm-hmm. and not like in a joking way or like two dudes calling each other the N word that are allowed to call each other the N word. Literally, somebody uses it in a hateful way. <laughs> And it's not a period piece. Yeah, but if they're supposed to be the uptight (laughs) white people... They're meant to be the heels of the story. It's really good, though. It is. It's a great film. And it does. And and again, though, all this shit's happening to them, which is bad enough. 
but it's during Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. So Christmas is not as like the holidays and we're talking about like non-holiday movies. It's the difference between, I guess, the holiday being used as a plot device or as the plot. To, to magnify the problem right. or whatever. So yeah. I guess a good way of saying like... For, for example, because none of the Home Alone sequels, not even the bullshit direct-to-video ones, have not taken place during Christmas for some reason. Even the yeah. one even the Home Alone like three cut? and four, yeah. What about the one with the RC so. car? Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I saw that like on a field trip in a bus at one time. Like, <laughs> Either way, one and two. Yeah, yeah one, one and two are definitely yeah. during Christmas. Because it also is about toys and you're a kid. I don't know. It makes sense. Well, what about how they use it, you know, where they show you the homeless and they're like, we're Feel bad. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. But then they're always the heroes. Yeah. And not necessarily homeless because like, you know, the dude in the first movie is not literally homeless, but we consider him homeless man yeah. right because he doesn't have he's anyone to out spend there time with. he's the weary old grungy looking person oh uh, yeah who's, and who you see on the streets wow. i feel like i feel like we're forgetting another big one well planes trains and automobiles though it's about planes, thanskiving that's thanksgiving that's not but well, it's no, a it holiday it says holiday it's still valentine's day all right what about well, the movie the, halloween yeah <laughs> halloween yeah no, no, that's no, et et takes place on halloween whoa the holidays actually actually i think et is a really good one yeah no et actually counts i mean that actually used halloween really well to disguise et not not about Halloween. It was not the main uh, plot. Donnie Darko also. When is that? Is that yeah. oh Halloween? Halloween? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I guess. Yeah. You remember? I've got one outside the box. What? Independence Day. Fourth uh, of July. Fourth <laughs> of July. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the holiday. No, but the that's plot, like the plot is the plot is that it's Fourth of July and and we have fireworks. It's yeah. just alien. Yeah. It's in the it's in the speech. It's it's important that it's Independence Day. But but it's a plot device, not the point of the movie. It has nothing to do with American independence, Grinch, that's for sure. Right, the Grinch stole Christmas, like Christmas is the rock star in that movie, right? I mean, the point of the movie is that he's stealing Christmas. Christmas yeah, is yeah. a character. That's, that doesn't count, because yeah. that is a whole I don't even movie. know why they celebrate Christmas, considering the fact that they're not even... They're who's, yeah. yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, they live on a snowflake. Like, according to the Catholic Church, they're not, they're, they don't have souls, they're going to hell. <laughs> None of them have been baptized. <laughs> Actually, so that's, that's a good way to describe the difference between whether a movie is about the holiday or it's not about the holiday. Is Christmas a character? Right, so if you take out the holiday, is like, it the same okay, movie? Ernest Saves Christmas. That's right. about Christmas. Right. If you take out mm-hmm. Christmas, it's nothing. It's Ernest. Yeah, it's Ernest saving an old guy who's not Santa Claus. Right, and he would no have, one really cares. He would have yeah. nothing to do. The the Santa Sal- Claus, nothing. No, Santa Claus is nothing without <laughs> Christmas. Don't even, uh, oh man. But jingle all the way, like you said, yeah. he could have bought presents for his birthday. It was just a really bar popular mitzvah. toy. Could yeah. have been bar, bar mitzvah. mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. We need more bar mitzvah films. Yeah. I, I asked the fans if they Carolyn knew of any Kumar. Kwanzaa films. We got we got no responses. I guess they don't exist. Uh, I, not I true. Was, what about oh, is that? Oh, I, I'm sure Adam Sandler. I'm sure animated they do, film. Eight like, Crazy Nights. Eight Crazy Nights. That's not Kwanzaa. That's Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you ignorant <laughs> bastard. <laughs> well, listen, Brandon's out there. He's not in here. Somebody has to do it. All right, everybody. <clears throat> Three, two, one. No, <laughs> no, no. That stays <laughs> in. I'm going to live with that one. We're changing the title <laughs> of this to John doesn't understand anything. <laughs> the Crow? The uh, Crow. Back, back to Halloween. It's snow. Love, actually. Doesn't he fall into the snow? That's a Christmas movie. That's a straight Is up- it really? Yes, it is. Some of the vignettes are Christmas. Some of them, right? To but the movie is called like, Love, actually, because even this opening, you know, uh, narration, it's like. But most of all, it's about the love, man. Right. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's what it's about. But, but I mean, like, this? And, the and Christmas a, is just the and setting. A, and a Christmas Carol is is about a man realizing, like, you know, he shouldn't be a shit to people. You, may, you, yeah. you probably got me there. Yeah. Ghostbusters. So, uh, Ghostbusters Two, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Ghostbusters Two takes place on New Year's Eve. And, and it has a spillover on Thanksgiving. But in the first Ghostbusters, there are scenes where they're wearing, or is it in the second Ghostbusters, where they're wearing uh, uh, Santa hats? I don't know. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Resurrections, Ghostbusters. Doug I Banks. believe it's Ghostbusters 2 is where they're wearing the Santa hats. 
Yeah, because that's yeah. that's the time frame. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Gremlins um, and movies though. Gremlins. During the montage, Gremlins. There you go. Gremlins shouldn't have had to take place on Christmas. No, yeah, it was just an yeah. excuse to give a kid a gift. Yeah, yeah, and it could and could have been actually, his birthday. Yeah, wait, yeah. was that for Christmas? It was. Yeah, it was a Christmas yeah. present. Yeah. What about Thanksgiving? Uh, like literally, I think every romantic comedy has a Thanksgiving scene in it. Well, we're not talking about scenes. There's, I mean, you can do anything with scenes. Well, I mean, there are major plot points usually. What about, I didn't see it, but what about Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn? I'm not familiar. The plot is him and his uh, girlfriend, they want to go visit their family, but they both come from broken homes because they're like all of their parents have been remarried. So there's four houses they have to visit. Is that it Reese sounds like a nightmare. I don't want to see that movie. No, it is supposed to be a nightmare. It's like it is supposed to be a nightmare. That's, That's like, too real, man. That's yeah, not yeah. A comedy. But, but it's a, yeah, but uh, but they have to do that. But I'm like, is that really a is that really a Christmas movie? Even though it's called like Four Christmases. I, yeah. I guess we have to it, see it. Might it might be the sort know. of thing where yeah. you like you know you get together with your adult family and laugh. Oh, it's just like us, so separated, <laughs> so broken. So we don't talk. Isn't that just like us? Uh, I haven't seen it. Better off dead. I didn't see John Cusack. Yeah, I hear. I've seen it. I've I hear there's it. a Christmas element in it. Yeah, I could. I could consider that as much as I would consider Rocky for. Okay, well, uh, that's not much then. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because again, it's a holiday movie because Christmas or whatever holiday it may be plays a role, right? But it's or it's the setting, but it's not the major plot point. Jingle all the way, right? Again. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a setting. You give a man a jingle, <laughs> he jingles for a day. But if you teach a man to jingle, he'll jingle all the way. <laughs> man, why weren't you the guy who assembled the trailer for Jingle All the Way? That's the man. That's the movie where Brian that was Cranston. A Conan, that's a Conan O'Brien joke. That, I can't oh, take credit that's for that the, one. That's the movie where Brian Cranston should have died a horrible death. <laughs> jingle all the way. Yeah. Are you Phil thinking Hartman. Of I meant Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman did, did die a sad death. Dude, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You are, you are the worst human being I've ever met. And three, two, one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, on that horrible note. Listen, Phil Hartman is a good man. Or was. <laughs> Phil Hartman was a very good man. But he man. was a terrible I'm, neighbor. I'm, 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 <laughs> on that awful note we're going to uh conclude this episode if you want to pick up any of these films for your viewing either at the holiday times or anytime or not holiday and times, whenever you want uh-huh. there'll be links to them on this episode's page and the phil hartman collection from saturday night live yes because you said it yes <laughs> to make up for what you've done yes that's the only way we can it's the only way and we can also make up maybe for a book about kwanzaa maybe yeah. i don't know <laughs> if we can find one <laughs> kwanzaa, the right kwanzaa one. candles i'm ending this right now <laughs> In three, two. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us on this Nerdy Show Microsode. If you want a Nerdy Show Microsode, well, the way you acquire the privilege of telling us what to talk about for 15 minutes is by supporting us on Patreon. We have a monthly Microsode raffle, and the different tiers you can donate to us at give you different amounts of raffle tickets. And if you win, you get to decide what we talk about. In fact, we got four winners. December 2014. Doug, why don't you let us in on who gets to decide what we talk about? Yeah, for the uh, microsodes, we got Dr. Talos, Sean Lawler, Temsu, and Sebastian Schlingman. And in addition to the microsode raffle, we also do Nerdy FM raffles. That's where you can curate your own 30-minute set on our streaming nerd music station, Nerdy.fm. It'll be your playlist. It'll be announced as sponsored by you. And uh, this is the first round of people who have won such a raffle. Nerdy Show Community Manager, Trench, what are their names? We got Eric Maxiner, Brian Schulman, Kevin Wise, and David Van Pelt. If you support us on Patreon, 
you unlock not just the ability to participate in these raffles, but also a slew of other content. In fact, any donation amount gets you monthly perks. There's all kinds of other perks, including your name shouted out every single month on Nerdy Show, or even an hour-long hangout session with a wide swath of hosts from all over the Nerdy Show network. In fact, one of those hangout sessions is coming up soon. So if you're a donor who is qualified to access these exclusive hangout sessions, keep an eye peeled. Trench, what's the date on that? January 10th is what we're going for. These elite few will join us for a private conversation where we'll have a lot of fun. But now we got to give shout outs to some awesome people. We're going to start with some folks who are new supporters of Nerdy Show. The artist formerly known as Hexual. Frozen Treasure and our longtime supporter Mauron finally became an official Patreon backer. Thank you so much. Finally. Long overdue. Colin's number one son. Welcome to the family, all of you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. You know, recently we hit our first milestone on Patreon, and that is $400 monthly to cover the cost to run the entire network. And we got aspirations far beyond that. If you want more Nerdy Show episodes, if you want more content from across the network, we want to get the ability to pay more editors to help us release more content. In fact, we're sitting on more stuff than we can actually put out. We figure if all you dear reoccurring listeners contribute just a dollar a month, that uh, not only would we be well taken care of, but we might actually be able to pursue these innovations right here and now. So if you're a longtime listener of Nerdy Show, please, please, please. All we're asking for is a dollar. And if you want extra stuff, well, we got extra stuff. We got all the extra stuff you could want. More extra stuff than you can handle. That may actually be true. The backlog is, at this point, hundreds of hours of content. All exclusive for donors. Your minds and ears will never go hungry again. (laughs) As for monthly shoutouts, these fine people who contribute to us $10 or more monthly from Patreon... Some of them we've already actually given their monthly shoutouts to this month, but um, it was a crazy month. It was December. We released our top 20 nerdy things of the year. We released the D&D Christmas special. We released the holiday gift guide as well. I mean, there's been just a slew of big projects coming out this month, so I kind of lost track of it. So we're just going to name everybody's name all over again. Dr. Talos. Eric Maxtoner. Joshua Westfall. The very fancy Brian Shulman. The very wise Kevin Wise. (laughs) Well, I don't even know how I'm going to follow up with Sean Lawlor. The very lawful Sean Lawlor. (laughs) The ever sassy, ever spunky Temsu. Good old Garrier. (laughs) Cool guy David Van Pelt. (laughs) And last, but definitely not least, Isa Biz, who said, congratulations on reaching $400 on Patreon. I know this is a huge step for the Nerdy Show Network. And I hope you guys in Florida have a little get-together to celebrate. It's amazing to see how the network has grown and evolved since I started following early season two. I listen to all the shows, though some are more my favorite. I still enjoy all the content you guys put out. All the shows are made with this authentic love that is almost tangible. That's a gross analogy, but I'm sticking with it. Congratulations. And thank you so much, Ice. Uh, That's incredible. That not just... (laughs) One, you've been with us so long, but two, that you listen to everything that we put out. That's beautiful. And, and thank you and to everyone for being with us, supporting the network, and keeping this dream alive. This is the last episode of 2014, and uh, we're just excited for all the things we have planned and also mysteries that 2015 offers. We intend to keep building a bigger, better nerdy show, keeping you guys entertained 
and keeping the laughs coming. Life pro tip for 2015, put some money on the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, if you guys have a little bit of spending money left and you haven't given it all to Nerdy Show yet, don't forget that our dear friend, co-founder of Nerdy Show, Brian Clevenger, author of Atomic Robo, has a Kickstarter that is now in its final days for a brand new comic that he's doing with Erica Henderson, the artist for the forthcoming Squirrel Girl comic. It's called The Bureau of Infernal Affairs, and it is desperately in need of funding. I don't know what's wrong with the internet, but uh, Brian has never had a hard time putting together a successful Kickstarter before, but this one, as of my last check, was only halfway there, and it's in its last couple days. So if you like good, entertaining comics, if you would like to see a Monster of the Week X-Files episodes but set in feudal China, then um, Infernal Affairs, we'll link to it on this episode's page. And also, if you got any Amazon gift cards this Christmas, well, we know how you should use them. And that's not only checking out Nerdy Show's holiday gift guide, which is still applicable after the holidays, but anything you buy through Amazon, if you just travel through our Amazon links, you will be able to fund Nerdy Show by buying the stuff you were already buying. Just go to nerdyshow.com Amazon, click the Amazon store of your preference, North America, Canada, or the UK, and buy, buy, buy all the things you're already going to buy, and Nerdy Show gets a cut of the profits. So that's all the PSAs for now. Thank you so much to all of our generous Patreon backers. Thank you so much for being a listener of this show. If you have any holiday movies that we overlooked in this episode, just comment on the forums. We'll see you next time. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Doug. Bye, I'm Trench. Taking us out is a Christmas tune. I know you're all tired out, but you probably haven't heard this one. This is by Simon Panrucker, and he does all of the original songs for Cartoon Network's amazing show, Clarence. We recently added his entire catalog to Nerdy FM. He's a madcap musician, and uh, he produced a Christmas EP a couple years back, and this is the title track. It's called Happy Christmas, You Guys. From us to all of you, happy belated Christmas. Oh my goodness. You know what day it is. I'm pretty excited. Oh, come and take a look at the tree. It's gonna be about seven for three. Come and take a look at the Christmas tree. It looks good to me. It's such a lovely green. Come and take a look at the gift. The paper looks nice before it's ripped. Come and take a look at the wrapped up gifts. Whoever packaged this clearly practiced it. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Come and take a look at the snow Bright white as far as your eyesight goes Come and take a look at the fields of snow I'll just get my coat then we're good to go Come and take a look at the lake Let's have a quick skate before it gets late Come and take a look at the frozen lake Put your clothes on mate, don't make that mistake Happy Christmas Happy Christmas! I'm so psyched and super pumped. I've been waiting for this one day for 12 months. I've had a run around and a skip and a jump. Now let me take a deep breath while I listen to my heart thump. Dear old dad, having the best now he's ever had Come and take a look at my mum 
She's in the kitchen with her apron on. Come and take a look at my lovely mum. She's like, What's up, son? Christmas dinner's done. Ba ba da ba 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 da ba. Happy Christmas. Ba ba da ba 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 da ba. Happy Christmas. Ba ba da ba da ba 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 da ba. Happy Christmas. Ba ba da da ba 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 da da. Oh, hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Well, I've got some sexy secret things to tell you. Uh, not really too secret. I do say them at the end of every episode. But if you liked what you heard, it is imperative that you follow my every word. First, I want to thank you for listening to Nerdy Show. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows in the Nerdy Show network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or, most importantly, by directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive nerdy show outtakes, dramatic readings, images, and other crazy stuff and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. But if you really want to level up, find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programming. Just visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store, and for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. So to recap, tell a friend, donate to the show, and connect with the entire Nerdy Show network crew online. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Uh, all right. I hear, I can hear Los Angeles like in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Die Hard's happening right now in my head. Um, you're just going to hear like a window crash. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 